a Radio 191 FM podcast. We're about to be joined live by our friend and local zoologist Andrew Johnston to talk about a local animal. This week, Andrew is talking to us about Witter. G'day, Andy. How are things, bro? Good, man. How are you? Good. You had a good uh, break, a good I, sim break? I did, yep, yeah. I did. Very uh, very family-oriented. You know, Lovely. Yeah. Very home. important. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about today, Andy, on Creature of the Week? Yeah, so this week uh, we are looking uh, at the Weta, which is a... Uh, Exciting. Yeah, pretty awesome animal in New Zealand. Creepy um, crawly. Creepy crawly, for sure, but a lot of variety. Um, it's all learned throughout the show, I'm sure. Um, over a hundred species of them. Oh so, my gosh. That's yeah, we've got a lot of content all to get through. All in Aotearoa. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're endemic to Aotearoa, but... Um, there are a few they're, they're part of the same family as like crickets and locusts and stuff so there's other like similar species around the world um, there's a few in Australia a few in sort of South America and that kind of stuff as well but is it's just when I was looking into it I was struggling to rec- is, is the plural of Wetter, wetter. Yes, okay, I, I cool. think so. we're not saying wetters, right? <laughs> no, okay, I think, okay, I think cool. yeah, plural wetter. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the other thing is, this is your area of expertise, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. You are is. studying wetter. I am. Yeah. So for my masters that I'm doing here at Otago, um, I'm looking at the Mahonui giant wetter as a as a thesis project. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah, they're pretty amazing. Is it that um, giant creatures? Yeah, I mean they're pretty big, right? They're like, um, you know, giant weather. They get up to like ten centimeters long, right? So they're pretty big, big, uh, big guys. But um, the Maho Nui giant weather. The reason I got attracted to them is because they have this amazing adaption where they've decided to live in gorse bushes. Oh. So you know, gorse bush is yeah. like an invasive species. We don't like gorse. We, we don't like gorse, right? Generally speaking, in New Zealand, it takes over a lot of land. But for the weather, because um, it's such a prickly plant. The weta can get in there and live in there, but it protects them from things like rats and, and stoats and everything. So it kind of becomes a bit of a nursery for them. It's like a natural protection. Oh my gosh. It's really so interesting. Yeah. From invasive plant to... To nursery. To nursery. Basically, yeah, which is pretty pretty incredible. So oh I'm looking at sort of um, their occupancy over the last 20 years and how they're doing and um, the pest control in the area and how that's working. Because they've only... Um, been rediscovered quite recently like they got rediscovered in 1962 I think it was right in, um, up in King Country in, in Mahonui amazing uh, in yeah rediscovered we thought they were extinct we thought they were extinct oh. and then we found them again just this little patch of land up there and, and now we're trying to protect them and yeah and what is their status because there's heaps of different species like types of wetter yeah like are they all endangered or are some of them thriving some are definitely thriving some are endangered yeah it's yeah. sort of a mix of both so um Generally speaking, so we kind of categorize weta into five broad groups when we talk about weta. So I say there's over 100 species, but yeah, it's five groups. So you got the tree weta, which is the most common one. So they're the ones that are absolutely thriving. They're doing great. Um, as the name suggests, they live in trees, you know, and... Um, checks they, out. Yeah, checks out, right? <laughs> checks out. Um, and then you have the ground witter, which, uh, unsurprisingly, live in the ground as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have the cave witter, which is a bit of the curveball, because they don't usually live in caves, funnily enough. They also are found in forests and other kind of dark, damp places. Doesn't check out. Doesn't check out, right? So <laughs> just to keep you on your toes. Um, but they're kind of interesting, because they can jump uh, three meters, the cave witter. They've got a big, a big jump. Down. Which is pretty and how big are they? They're uh, not as big as, say, like what your giant witter would be. They're a bit smaller, yeah. kind of the same size as a tree But, but three meters for a... For a jump, for, for a jump yeah. for an animal that's not three meters tiny, long. Yeah, that's then, crazy, man. Yeah, and then just to wrap it up, you have got the tusked widder, which have their little tusks, which they use for fighting, and then you got the giant widder, which is sort of the most like charismatic one, you know, the one that we know the most. And am I right in saying that we've just discovered some more? Yes, that yes, is a trip. Absolutely, I, I'm keen Absolutely. to dive into that, but 
what the hell? We're still discovering new animals? Yeah. I know, it's, it's 2022. Why? It's incredible, right? Yes, the reason that we thought we'd do Weta today is because there's an article that came out recently where six Weta alpine, uh, alpine Weta were discovered, um, which is just... Here, hair, right? Here in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah in New yeah. Zealand. Yeah, yeah. So basically, it's a, it's a little bit of a bittersweet story, unfortunately, because um, as we have climate change going on, um, we're having the world, you know, the Earth warming up, which has uh, allowed uh, the Alpine Zone to retreat higher up the mountain, which has made their place where they live more accessible, and so we've been able to find them and, and distinguish them, characterize right. them. Um, so. Awesome that we found these new species, but yeah, not yeah. A great yeah. In- impending that we doom found for civilization. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, some more weather. But new weather, right? <laughs> <laughs> How cool! Um, so yeah, so that's really amazing. And yeah, like you say, isn't it just awesome that we're still finding? Yeah, that, that trips me out. New species all the time. So how are these species different to what the the ones we already know about? The, the new six the new, yeah. yeah I mean not we don't know too much about them yet obviously because they've just been recently discovered but it seemed to be some sort of alpine wetter so I think they're um, probably going to be some sort of ground wetter or tree wetter or something like that for these, these broad groups yeah. but um, yeah once we kind of have a bit more scientific knowledge on them we'll, we'll know Amazing. which is pretty cool but um but alpine wetter are pretty pretty exciting species themselves um, just because there's a amazing alpine wetter um, in here in, in Otago in the Otago region that um, ends up completely freezing itself um, over winter because the temperature gets too cold. It's, it's, there's no, nothing for it to eat. There's nothing for it to do. So it just ends up freezing itself. It just like hibernates. It yeah. Just sleeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it has this um, amino acid in their blood, which is called hemolymph, and basically it prevents their organs from freezing. But 82% of the water in their body completely freezes over. Which is oh insane. Gosh. Yeah, it's like a superpower, right? It's just yeah. like a an, like a super siesta. Yeah, 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 wow. exactly. Yeah. What a nap. And do you have any other fun facts or factoids about Weta? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean the m- most amazing, well, most interesting Weta that we usually think of is the giant Weta, right? Mm-hmm. So some interesting things about that. One of the Weta giant Weta is called the Weta Punga, which is the um, also known as the little barrier giant Weta, and they're um, about. Uh, 10 centimeters long as I said but they can weigh about 35 grams which is the same as like a mouse or a sparrow oh so they're one of the heaviest insects that we have on earth it's crazy on you. yeah I know like it, there's some awesome photos out there of the giant widow eating like carrots and stuff and, like, <laughs> you, should, you should definitely have a look it's great um, but the name Widaponga in, in Treo sort of um, translates roughly to god of ugly things which is I don't know, maybe harsh, maybe Ooh. not. Well, yeah, it's shade. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of shade, right? Yeah, but I mean, they are pretty uh, creepy to look at, so you can understand why. Um, I was just going to bring up, uh, you told me before the show that there's actually a widow named after our, our, our very prime minister. There is, there is, absolutely. Uh, an, an honour, maybe, or dishonour, it depends yeah. on your opinion it, on widows. Yeah, exactly, and you're probably your political spectrum and whatnot as well. <laughs> well but... Um, the article I read was it was for honor. It was it was it was honoring Jacinda Ardern because it was this um, that was that was the prime minister that was named after. Um, it was this new species that was discovered. It was this like as the article described it, this gorgeous red variant of Weta. Yeah. And so in honor of Jacinda Ardern, we now have the um, uh, Jacinda Ardern Weta, which excuse our pronunciation, but I think it's the Hemiandrus Jacinda. Is the scientific name? <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> so great, right? That's so crazy. And and can you tell us just to wrap it up a, a bit about what what you're directly doing with Twitter a little bit more? Yeah, like, yeah, what, sure. So my um, involvement is with the with these Mahanoi Jam Weta, and um, so I'm looking at Tuesdays, sort of um, working closely with the breeding with program that they've got. Sorry about that. Oh, no, little interruption there. 
That's all Sorry, good. Technical difficulties, they technical happen. Difficulties. They always happen. A lot at Radio 1. But yeah. oh, <laughs> no worries. Um, but the, uh, I'm working with the breeding program that's happening there, so we're trying to um, make the environment at the breeding program area better for them so we can um, breed them and, and, and boost up the population that's there. And I'm sort of doing a, a pest control summary of the area so we know what pests are in the area um, in order to potentially make a predator-proof fence so that we can house cool. these wetter in a more uh, safe environment for them to thrive. What are their predators? Um, in the area, um, so they're protected, um, like I said, by the bigger mammals like rats and, and, and stoats and whatnot. But things, smaller things like mice can sometimes get into the gorse bush, which is yes. a bit of an issue. And also um, wetter uh, come down to the ground to lay their eggs. They have an ovipositor that injects the um, eggs into the ground. They can lay like 100, 200 eggs at any one time. Um, but when they come to the ground, then they're vulnerable, right, to any predators. Like even things like hedgehogs will eat them. So oh, no. yeah. So so it, it, it seems like it'd be counterproductive. But if it's their home and their nursery, are you planting more gorse to help protect them? Yeah. Well, really? we're not we're not planting more gorse, but we're protecting the gorse that's already there. Right. So okay. It's the only um, nature sanctuary in New Zealand where gorse is a protected uh, <laughs> plant God. species. Yeah. It was crazy. And they also have a um, herd of wild goats in there as well that go and uh, graze the gorse to keep them alive but something's happening in the in the reserve called succession where basically they're trying to plant more and more native bush slowly over the years to transition from the gorse to the native bush right so slowly bring them back yep. into the native yep. uh, environment yeah fascinating yeah thank you for the lovely work you're doing around these beautiful creepy crawlies man um, um no I, it's, it's, it's awesome it's inspiring um, we've run out of time, unfortunately, to talk more about uh, this topic, which we could have gone on for days. Oh, uh, yeah, about. I can talk for days. Yeah, fascinating yeah. little well, animal. If you want to learn more, feel free to pop over to my Instagram or my TikTok or anything like that, andyjohnston.wildlife, and yeah, we can talk more about that. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.